Hello and welcome to Money Purpose Live. Money Purpose is a series of interviews with over 20 experts that have mastered tools and strategies which led them to their financial success. What wealth creators, fire experts, money coaches have done differently to have the right money mindset and create more money during COVID-19. In this series, you will gain the most relevant insights and strategies to help you pivot or thrive through current challenging times. The Money Purpose series was created by Blossom Media Studio to empower you to take control of your finances. Now let's get right into it. Today we have guest Chantel Tavares. Chantel is a money coach on a mission, coaching millennials to master their finances. Now, she has five plus years of experience with budgeting personal finances and has a passion to help guide millennials into the mindset of having control of their cash. Now, let's help welcome Chantel to the show today, and let's get right into it. Everyone, and welcome back to Money Purpose Series. I'm so thankful that you are with us today, and I'm just so thankful for our guest and just be able to share with you on this platform. As I shared before, Money Purpose Series is the platform to help you and educate you to find the financial literacy path that is suitable for you, um, that is maybe propel you to change your financial trajectory or maybe make some money moves or changing in your finances so that you can become financially successful in your journey and in your life and set out to do the things that you want to do without stress about money. And I'm super excited today. We have Chantel Tavares with us. Um, she is a millennial money coach. Uh, we have connected through LinkedIn and she had been super active on it by giving advices and just uh, tips and tricks about how millennials can save better, invest better, and just have a better outlook on their finances. And I thought that what a perfect person to invite on this series and really talk about what are the opportunities out there that we can dive in and look into while we're in the pandemic to really improve our finances and maybe even after pandemic, you know, make some moves towards uh, finances that can actually improve us and not being scared talking about money. So welcome Chantel and thank you for being here today with us. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe for people that have not followed you or have not known about your business, can you walk us a little bit the history behind why you're money coach and why you're focusing millennials? Sure thing. So this started back in, I'll say around my high school years. Initially, I had the big dreams of doing stuff in the arts, but then lovely parentals were asking me to go for actual realistic stuff and <laughs> my skills were also in math so i decided to explore accounting mm -hmm. and from there i liked some aspects of it so i continued from high school classes to college and during my time in college i started to explore stuff with um thrifting um budgeting apps and I started to learn more on the budgeting aspect and savings in my senior year of college when I had the opportunity to intern with this lovely lady who had a bookkeeping company and 
on top of learning some accounting skills, she had this program, which was to help people really pinpoint on their budgeting and see if they're overspending. Mm. Now for her, although it was good, she didn't have a big passion on it, but I was helping to manage that part and I was loving it. And as I got older and started to notice some of the issues with um, myself when it came to finances, as well as some of my peers where we were either stressing to get that big accounting job before graduating or where people were thinking, okay, we got the job, it sucks, but we'll have money to at least take care of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story for a lot of us. And it sucked that um, I pretty much was seeing that and I was the album where like, um, okay, accounting stuff has good pay, but it's draining. But then I have other passions, but not sure what to do. Is there like a happy middle or some way I can like balance the two? So my uh, mentor and employer who had that program, she offered it to me to use for my own business. And after college, I started to work with her and a business coach on developing my first business. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. So why did you niche down to millennials and really that um, aspect because a lot of our audience are millennials and generation z i mean there are people that are over their 40s or 50s as well uh, but i think the basics of budgeting and things like that they probably have an idea of but i think it's more important to for millennials but what is from your perspective why did you niche down to millennials um, part of it being a millennial myself and being able to relate more because when I started my coaching business, I've talked to both millennial side and some of the uh, generation um, X and boomers. And I realized I had a harder time like being able to connect with those generations. I mean, there was one or two that I was able to help, but it was a little harder for me to really connect with them and help them versus those that I was going through either similar struggles or have been through similar struggles. Mm, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of pandemic and what is going on right now, a lot of people get furloughed and just looking for a job as millennial. It's, it's for some easy, for some are not so easy. So what is the one advice that you always give uh, in terms of finances for your clients to always keep, no matter if it's pandemic or not? that you have to maintain in terms of your finances? I'll definitely say um, tracking your spending. I mean, whether or not your income is in the best area, I still highly recommend like tracking your spending. And if you can, cut down. Mm -hmm. And if you can't, try not to overspend what you normally would just so you're not like, oh yeah, I'm getting all these financial funds and I can uh, be able to spend a little bit more. And when you get your normal job back and be like, oh, why don't I have money in my bank account? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And what about the one money habit that you always, I would say, recommend or teach your students or clients to change or upgrade their habits in terms of pandemic right now? I know you mentioned cutting things down. Is there anything else that you would recommend the audience to do in terms of their finances? Yes. Now, um, this one is one that is a little challenging sometimes even for me since I'm more of a 
non-risk taker at times, but um, I will say, even though it is a pandemic, this would also be a time not only to like watch your spending, but also see how much of your normal spending you can maybe cut down more so you can mm -hmm. invest in yourself. Because mm -hmm. right now with everything going on and normal jobs not being as stable or maybe cut down pay, it's best that you're able to invest in either skills you have or been one to build and look into having more than one source of income. Because honestly, I will say from my own experience with this whole thing, had I only had one source of income, this would have been a lot more stressful. Thankfully, I started working on building up my income. And although some of my options either were delayed or completely cut off, I still had income coming in. So yeah so streamline multiple streams of income and really working on those side hustle which we live in such a gig economy right now you can go and work for doordash or you can you know do a little bit of uber and lyft or some of those uh, rabbit tasks where you can really utilize your skills and you don't have to do it for a long term you can just do it in the meanwhile while you're figuring out something bigger for yourself and what is the one thing you feel that is stopping people from getting those gig jobs or working on it and maybe another side is some people get really stuck doing those things and they don't really build something long term for themselves like a business that you're doing it's more long term right but then you don't mind doing some stuff on the side but what does that mentality requires for you to really be able to do a little bit of gigs, jobs, and then invest in yourself, build your skill set, and then build something more long-term for yourself, like business or whatever that your heart desires. I would say one of the biggest things that might be blocking people is um, mindsets, especially if, um, well, at this time, if you're not around like people that are able to like help um, push them towards what they're wanting to do. Because I know when the whole thing started, there was like limited contact with people. And I'd say if it hadn't been for Zoom mm. or any of these, it would have been a lot harder for me to stay committed. Right, right. So really surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded or think even more that wanting more of something for themselves so they can motivate you to do more. And that's what I really believe in that. And especially with in the time like this where we're so isolated and being at home not having social you know contact it's really good to have people that are think alike or maybe even different to have a different perspective but it makes you think and for that reason i started record my own podcast started record this series because throughout this series i've learned so many ways of just budgeting in just the mindset around money that people have and i from people that have business, I learned that people actually start investing more in themselves and investing more in their skills. And it was like a light bulb to me. It was like, wow, like this is actually the time when you want to upgrade your skills. And we always have that each maybe inside ourselves to do something. And this is the time to scratch that each. This is the time to, you know, go all out and do something about it. And the cool thing is with internet, we can have access to pretty much anyone and er everything and knowledge is out there. Like I wouldn't able to connect with you if it's not pandemic. Um, 
sitting, you know, on LinkedIn and doing networking. And we were not able to have this conversation if I wouldn't reach out. So I really think that it is a time to take advantage of all of that. And in terms of what you have done to build your business and what have you done differently during this time to pivot your business and actually building it more or what is what is one thing that you have done to invest in yourself? So I did two things. Um, one of them, because um, one of the big things that really motivate me to push on my business was not just helping millennials, but helping millennials who have that really creative um, mindset and want to pursue stuff, mm. but afraid to. And being a singer and actress myself, I knew, okay, if I want to help those people, I also have to be an example. Mm. So on top of working on stuff for my business, I have to make sure to invest some time on some of my other passions, not only as a motivation, but also make sure I have that right mindset. Yeah. So you invested in yourself to have some coaching or was it more just surrounding yourself with some other people? Um, some of it was surrounding it with some other people. Like, um, I'm actually part of a acting group, which thankfully my coach started doing our meetings through zoom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. (laughs) That's awesome. And you guys have a virtual theater. (laughs) Well, uh, it's a film group. So like, well, it's zoom. We're recording it, so just think of it as if you're live on the uh, camera. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, speaking of just your hobbies and your doing business and just being a millennial, you see opportunities being out there and you see the things that are stopping people. And we have so much technology, we have so much access to everything. But then again, what can we do as just leaders of someone who have seen this to help next generation to see that? Like, what do you see is one thing that we as a leader can be doing or should be doing to help next generation to realize the potential that they can actually have? Um, I would definitely say tying into like being that example for that person, because mm-hmm. I know there's been kind of two people that I've seen in my life, those who tell me about stuff like when I was younger hearing people say oh yeah I've gone to entrepreneurship but they're still in their normal nine-to-five job and mm. I'm wondering what's the point versus meeting someone who actually is either started their business or I've got to a point where they're full-time in their business be like um yes I already gave you tools have you started yet mm. okay I'm gonna start now <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome and being a being as a money coach you really give people tools and people have to want it people have to have an awareness that that's something they want to work on and realize that okay i need a little bit of help maybe i need a tool so what are the tools that you are teaching in your program maybe share with us a little bit more about your coaching style and what differentiate you from other money coaches all righty um so one thing is definitely having that budget that helps you with building the lifestyle you want. Because when I started, I was uh, focused a little too much on when I was uh, listening to Dave Ramsey on like, all right, beans and rice, just cut everything down. <laughs> yeah. 
but realizing, okay, that's not really always helpful. And as much as I appreciate Dave Ramsey's stuff, um, I also see some parts that can lead to more of that poverty mindset. Mm -hmm. So learning how to be like, all right, well, you said that you want to invest more in, let's say, acting classes a month. So, all right, if it's going to be in your budget, are you willing to cut down on the uh, fast food for a little bit and see that helps you with your goal? Right. Well, I agree with you in terms of Dave Ramsey's shows and just advices that he have. I really liked it and really appreciated the work that he's doing and just uh, helping people being more literate about their money and being aware. But at the same time, from the millennial perspective, I do see that it's a little bit outdated and out school because the lifestyle that we are living right now, it's very different and the needs and the want are so much different than what is traditional way of Dave Ramsey's teaching was. And obviously, if he hears this, he will say, well, that's how I was able to become a millionaire. And although I won't disagree with him, I would just say for us as millennials, we have a little bit of different uh, priorities in terms of lifestyle that maybe for us is more important to have an acting class rather than something else. So I definitely agree with his methods and just teaching, but at the same time, I do feel that with the new generation, it requires update, updated um, tools and methods of how we're approaching it because we do want to have the saving, have the retirement, but at the same time, we do want to enjoy the wealth along the way. We don't right. want it to just like, okay, save it for all for rainy days and then forget about today, which it's good mindset to have. Just don't overspend, but you need to be able to enjoy a little bit of what you're making because then otherwise you don't see the point of working hard, right? If you don't have times when you celebrate those wins, you don't have time when you go out and maybe for me, it is, the importance is to get a new car. And I do understand that with that comes, you know, debt or something like that. And just having awareness of that, that's the most important thing. You know that you're right. going to put yourself into debt for this, 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 and it's going to set you back. Once you see those numbers on the paper and you see that this is the consequences, you can then make the choice if you want it or not. And I think for us millennials and generation moving forward, it's really about you know, knowing and being aware of it. And then we want to make decisions on our own rather than being told like, no, you should not do this, <laughs> but rather do this. Cause you know, it's not the same generation and not the same lifestyle anymore. So definitely I agree with you on that. Um, so what in terms of, you know, a lot of people are trying to do their business and building and you have a courage to be that example and stepping out and invest in yourself, surrounding yourself with other people. What would be maybe one or two practical recommendation that you can give to audience to give them the courage to start on their own, to build something else and just go with it? All right. Um, so one thing I would say is if they know they want to try something and they're like, well, I don't have a job, I don't have this, like, well, you're home, you got time. So it might be time to uh, take some time and reflect. So think like um, if there's a skill or ability that you have, or if you have multiple, write down and see like, okay, I'm able to do web design, able to do this and that. 
can I do something with that? And see if there's options for you that maybe you, you might enjoy better. Because mm. the one thing that really bugged me because of my whole like, okay, you're going to business school. So the only way to make money is from this route. Mm. But then as I started to be surrounded with more entrepreneurs and more people doing more remote stuff and learn, oh, so I can earn, let's say, um, fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 doing this uh, acting contract for the same time I would for this accounting contract that I would hate. Right. Why would I focus on the accounting thing? <laughs> yeah, so really seeing the options that is out there and um, putting yourself just in that place where you test it out, test the water. Because um, I'm saying this from my example, we actually had to pivot during COVID with my husband in terms of our recording studio. We have a podcast recording studio where I'm tuning in from right now. And obviously with COVID, we couldn't have people come in the studio and record anymore. So we have to really change and pivot and ask other people what is the out there and what is available and what is the problem that people needs to be solved right now. So we came up with podcast backdrop, which you see behind me. It's basically just a banner, um, fabric banner for the, to covering everything that is behind you. So like you more on the Zoom or you, you are the coach or you are someone that is building some personal brand online. So we can just solve that problem of messy background by giving you the backdrop. So we really were going and asking people and the business started by us asking the questions to our neighbor and just with collaboration and just talking and sharing ideas and bouncing it back. We were able to just put together something as a solution for podcaster coaches and just, um, speakers who do more zoom meetings or online meeting or do webinars. So you'll have something that will brand you in the back. So I agree with you that it is about, you know, go out and asking people what is more out there and not afraid to put yourself out there. Like I'm good with this. What should I be doing? Cause our conversation with our neighbors started, we're doing podcasts, but people cannot come in in our studio right now. So what can we be doing more? And he has been selling banners for like 20 years. And he's like, well, why don't you just make a banner that help podcasters to brand themselves? And I'm like, okay. And then we start thinking about it. And then we came out with this solution. So definitely um, be, being open-minded is one way to go. So, you know, I before you go, I really want to, ask what is next for you and what is next for community and is there any special offer that people can you know learn and uh get from from you uh yes so um i was actually working with um this coach who um around the time that you and i started connecting was uh, helping me to get more involved with social media because i was although familiar with acting and being on film I was still getting more comfortable doing stuff through LinkedIn and all them. So now mm. I'm working to do more uh, video lessons, which you can see through my LinkedIn, my Facebook, and of course, YouTube, once I upload those. That's awesome. Yeah. And what are those videos more about uh, money or budgeting? What are they? Um, right now, I'm actually doing a mini series called Growing Money Through Tough Times. 
Okay, that's cool. That's exactly what we are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is there、uh, a way? So pe- if people want to connect with you, where should they go? Um, they can go to either my、uh, LinkedIn at Chantel Tavares, or they can look me up on、um, Facebook. The business page now should be Chantel Tavares Consulting.、Um, yep,、yeah, by this time when it's released, because right now I did have to edit the、uh, page name. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. So hey, you guys, just、uh, go connect with Chantel and.、Uh, Watch her videos. If something that we have shared during this conversation really help you, I really encourage you to go and connect with Chantel and really watch the series of videos that she have put out on LinkedIn or YouTube that really give you some advices and tips of how you can really grow money during tough times such as this. And we all know that economical、uh, downturn is going to happen again and. It might happen sooner or later, and we all can have a little bit of more knowledge and skills how we can grow money. So thank you so much, Chantal, for being with us today and sharing your expertise with us. And、uh, I really hope that people will go and follow right now and learn more about what you have to offer. Thank you so much. And thank you again. This was great talking to you and being able to see you for the first time. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you. And this how <laughs> you guys you network in twenty first century during pandemic time by recording a podcast and networking with people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much again for being with us today. <laughs>